Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Diva Days We're Live. This is Carrie. You can find me on Twitter, Twitter <laughs> at Diva Abdul. And we are on Spotify. So um, the show probably will show up tomorrow morning on Sunday mornings on Spotify. So please um, follow us here on Blog Talk Radio and follow us and give us five stars on Spotify. We would really appreciate it. And um we're hoping Marianne is having a great time. She's in Vegas seeing Rod Stewart. So, and she's got this row seat, so I'm quite jealous. Uh, tonight we have Anna here. Hello. Hello, hello. So, uh, Marianne hasn't been arrested yet, has she? I'm just checking to make sure. No, not yet. I, okay, I don't think good. she's um, thrown her ball on stage yet either. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh well, um, you can find me at Coffee Hooch on Instagram and Twitter. And Anna did call in with like ten seconds left to go, and then <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, Jen's the one who called in late to this week. <laughs> hey, Jen. This is diva attendance. Hi, I'm at R E X T A D K at Twitter. Seriously, like two minutes before the so, show, I'm like, okay, Marianne's not calling in. Anna hasn't <laughs> called in yet. Jen hasn't called in yet. That's fine. I can talk about days for an hour by myself. I've done it before. <laughs> oh, boy. There, a, a lot of stuff happened this week. Like, it was a lot of drama. So we'll head you, first. you and Jen can talk. We'll end up talking most of it anyway because I didn't get to see very much. I was trying to watch Fridays because of the Cayman scenes, but mm-hmm. I didn't get all the way through it. So anyway, yeah. So, so I'm had... I'm looking forward to hearing. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll pull you into the uh, Cayman discussion. Yes. Yeah, so um, Chad goes to City Hall. Pulls a gun on Clyde and takes him to Abby's um, graveyard. And um, those were, I thought those were pretty good scenes. And I thought Billy Flynn was great. And James Reed is just phenomenal. I'm actually kind of glad they didn't kill off Clyde. Because I think James Reed is one of the best actors on the show. Like, period. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so... um, Chad wants to know what happened to Abigail. Clyde said he shut up the mansion to kill um, Belle, actually, um, because he warned DJ he was going to get someone in his family. And honestly, I thought it was weird that EJ decided to let bygones be bygones and let Clyde get away with shooting him. I, that was just out of character for me. I, I, you know, EJ's not like that. I mean, EJ lost 
several years of his life there as a Clyde. So to me, it was weird that he was um, not taking Clyde seriously. So, um, and Belle wasn't there, so Clyde's roaming around the mansion and bumps into Abby. And something, she wasn't really taking him seriously either. And um, he stabs her. And I don't even remember why he, particularly why he did that. Maybe he scared he was busted roaming around the mansion that he was going to kill her. And she was going to call the cops. Right, yeah. So he did it because she was, he was busted. And um, so, and the thing is, too, I was kind of like, Chad really didn't, after he hears this, Chad doesn't really blame EJ for it. Because EJ really didn't warn them that Clyde threatened them. So that was kind of odd. So um, Clyde does knock the gun away from Chad and is on top of Chad and starts strangling him and EJ shows up, gets the gun and shoots and um, shoots Clyde and he's not dead though. And one thing I thought was pretty cool though was that the Demir brothers decide they're just going to let Clyde die. Let him bleed out. Yeah, Yeah, I just thought that was cool. Yeah, why not? I mean, how's everybody going to know? So, so what did you think about those scenes, Jen? Did you thought? I thought they were pretty good. Though I kept saying, yeah. "What are you thinking? You got two kids. You're gonna kill somebody. Go to jail. Who's gonna raise your kids?" Right. Right, but you know, you did see those maybe a jury acquitting him though. Thinking, yeah. You know, he, he, yeah. 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 Yeah, that it, it, it wasn't his normal thing. It was kind of a crime of passion type of deal. So, um, while this is going on, Jada sees that um, Clyde's um, alibi was false and the uh, videotape was doctored of him fishing on the pier. So they figure out that Clyde, they're looking for Clyde, and they end up at the cemetery. Um and also, Belle and Sean, I think, end up at the cemetery, too. And Belle's so smart. She tells, she tells EJ, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jack keeps right on talking. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, you think there's some sort of reason why Clyde's still alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there has to be... What do you think it is? Do you think he's going to get off? He'll probably get off. Or get pardoned or something. Yeah, just usually the bad guy dies. I, I don't know. Well, there has to be a, a, an angle to this. Like I said, I, I love James Reed. I think he's phenomenal. But you can't really redeem quite after this now. Mm. And, of course, he... Um, yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to do with them? Well, while this is going on, um, Nancy's trying to get ready for her wedding. And I'm so mad at Ron because not only did he fuck up Nancy and Craig, he just, like, totally fucked up Nancy. Yep, I mean, this pretty is just, much. This is awful. The reason why, I mean, I love Nancy and Craig in the first place 
was that, you know, he, he was a hot guy, and she wasn't as attractive as him. Yeah, and he loved her anyway. He, he loved her anyway. It really wasn't any cheating thing going on with him. I mean, she was a little bit insecure uh, a few times, but um, yeah. they were a great team. They schemed. I absolutely loved them taking down Mike Horton. And speaking of Mike Horton, we see him, I think, Monday. Monday or Tuesday. Awesome. Uh, Unfortunately, he's only back for a couple episodes. So, I, I, yeah, it's like, what was the point of them promoting that? It's just a guest tent. And I think, I'm assuming he's just taking Jennifer and leaving, or he's taking Jack and Jen and leaving. I have no clue. I think Jack and Jen are leaving this week, too. Uh, so it's just, I, I, I I don't understand. What was what's the point? This is just stupid. Yeah. So, so he ruined the marriage. Said Craig was gay the entire time, and all those storylines that about you know Chloe, who her, her parents were, and they conceived Holly to try to save Chloe's life with donating. Um, it just Bomero. It just ruins everything, and now. Nancy is this pathetic woman who turns a blind eye to all of Clyde's crimes. Yeah. And and this woman who's been upper middle class for like 30 years at least, you know, being a doctor's wife, uh, chief of staff's wife, and she's selling to a, for an ex-con who washes, who cooks. It just... Yeah, that's like, really? It just... I'm so, I mean, they they need to. And then there's spoilers out there that Nancy and Craig are thinking about reconciling. It's like, what? How can they do that? <laughs> Unless they mean reconciling as in getting along, but they have been getting along. Yeah. Nancy, wa- Nancy wanted him at the wedding, and uh, Chloe asked Craig to interrupt the wedding, and he refuses. This is such, it, it's so bad. It's such a foster clock. I know. And they're such good actors, too. Yeah. Actually, um, I think it was about a month ago, I saw Patrika's um, Seinfeld episode. It's oh, like she was on the one that, yeah, I can't remember if it was season one or season two. Yeah, she's on, she was on a Seinfeld, so, you know, and. Kevin Spurdoff is great too, and they did have great chemistry. And oh, yeah. he was great on One Life to Live. Yeah, I'm I'm so annoyed with this. I don't know how they. It just the show is interesting to watch. I just feel like when they trash major characters. Yeah, you can't. How are you going to fix this? Yeah. And what are they going to do? They're going to make them leave town again? I know, um, I, I read somewhere, I think, that they're, um, they were filming. I think Patricia said she was filming with, um, um, oh, God, I can't his name, Kevin, recently. So, oh. um, I don't, yeah, it just oh, it bothers me so much. And, yeah, so um, Bonnie was helping Nancy with the wedding and helping her pull her wardrobe together. And Justin, good for him, he was actually against it. Yep. And said that, yeah, that Clyde 
stabbed Spuddy years ago and he, um, then just finds out that um, Sarah did they, yeah. tried to stab him. He did it again. Yeah. Jeez, of course, You notice, <laughs> even when Wally's not smiling, he's still got those dimples. Yeah, that's why we love Wally. <laughs> like that. Johnson. Oh, my gosh. He's too cute. Yep. So, and then um, Justin's the one who ends up telling Nancy and Bonnie that, yeah, um, Clyde was when he killed Abby. And then, yeah. And this is that, yeah. But, um, when um, Clyde didn't show up at the courthouse. Yeah. <sighs> and you notice know Ray's telling everybody what they have on them? It's like, really? And the thing is, Ray didn't solve this case. This was Jada. <laughs> Jada did it. It's like, really? <laughs> He's so good to take credit. <laughs> After, uh, and the thing is, too, why didn't he notice there was something wrong with the fishing um, video? Oh, my goodness. At, at this point, I mean, yeah, Jada probably should be. Um, Commissioner. Yes. I couldn't think of the word. She should be commissioner already. She's already smarter than Rafe. She's been on the job for two months. Yep. So, and then we have the Gwen stuff. So um, Gwen, this is Leo in jail, and she tells him that Clyde's the one who did it. So, I mean, holy crap. I'm mean, like, this is spreading all over town, and he hasn't even been apprehended yet. Yep. It's like, really? I love so, what then, she did to him, though. <laughs> what when? did she do? I don't remember. What did she do? She uh, called the cops on him. Oh, uh, yeah. He had that coming. Yeah, he did. I'm sorry. If you um, give false testimony against me, then yeah. <laughs> karma's a bitch. Leo got what he deserved. <laughs> yep. So, um, and of course they made up again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Gwen was talking to Jack, and this is, oh, Leo actually told Gwen not to tell anybody about Jen the painkillers, basically kind of use it against her. I'm not sure he meant like blackmailing or just letting her self-destruct. Yeah. And surprisingly, Gwen told Jack that, um, yeah. yeah. I thought that was good, and still, still the, I'm still annoyed though that Jen though is not acting like she's on painkillers. I know. And, you know, I mean, especially she's been on them before, so she, they would know what behaviors to look for. Yeah, because everybody's everybody's body's a little different to how they react, and they would have known. So. That bugged me, and I think Maggie probably should have tipped them off, too. Just Maggie caught her with them and didn't say anything. Yeah. I don't think that was right. But um, just her, other than, well, we'll get to the part about Abby. Other than the Abby part, she really hasn't acted like she's on painkillers. So I don't know. It just it seems like it's a way for her to, if they're exiting the show, for her to exit the show. 
So um, Jack gets a call from Rafe saying it's um, Clyde who killed Abby. And um, for some reason, Jennifer doesn't want to go to the police station. So um, so Jack leaves, and then um, Jennifer starts seeing Ghost Abby. And it was really weird because Ghost Abby just stood there and kind of not scared. Not talking and did, anything. Not talking, which, I mean... I could just say that happens a lot with ghosts. That does happen. But it was kind of weird. So I don't know if they were trying to say she was hallucinating because of the painkillers or was this really a ghostly visit or, I mean, obviously Jennifer's under a lot of stress. You know, maybe yeah. she was having like a, a mental breakdown or something. But it, it was a little creepy and then they panned down and um, you see the blood from the knife wound on um, Abby's gown on Ghost Abby, and and I don't understand why did Jennifer put Ghost Abby in the car and <laughs> drove off. I know. A little weird. Yeah, they didn't I mean, get that either. Did she think she was going to take her to the hospital and? I I mean I don't understand, I don't understand but she ended up at the police station or allegedly court out yet so I, yeah. well I, I think well I think um, Gwen ended up exiting the the police station okay. and yeah I was confused about that too I didn't know because I thought too like everything was happening at the courthouse but it was then I did see a clip and it was Gwen exiting the police station which. Doesn't have a camera for some reason when she gets hit by a car right it, on the steps. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst police station around. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because too, so how many people sneak in and out of the, the police station and, and how many people sneak out of jail? Yeah. You would think, yeah. think there would be a camera there. So, um, and the race the one who finds her and um, calls for an ambulance. So, I I, I don't like this Jennifer Painkiller storyline. It doesn't make any sense. The acting's no. bad. Yes. I I don't understand the point of Ghost Abby because that's. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was everything at once. Maybe it was stress and trauma and mourning and the pills that caused her to hallucinate. Or maybe it really was ghost. I don't think Ghost Abby would, would have been there to scare shit out of her mother. It, that doesn't sound right. So, I don't know. And I wish we had Missy Reeves for this storyline. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a difficult situation. I understand Missy's in Tennessee. She's having a new grandbaby frequently. I, I've lost track of how many grandbabies she's had the last couple of years. So, you know, I understand that she doesn't want to be exposed with COVID with, with all of her grandkids. But, man, I mean, it seems like when they bring Missy back, it's just fluff stuff and, you know, Christmas yeah. holidays and 
and then Katie gets all the good stuff. And she's just not. It's she's not, not the same. No. No, she has no chemistry with Matt Ashford. Mm-hmm. And she has she's no chemistry with anyone. Like no friend no. chemistry, no any kind of chemistry. She's on an island. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean we've never. I mean you know she used to be friends with Kristen. We don't see them interacting. They, I mean, they, they don't let her out of the house. No, they don't even that house. I'm sure part of it's the writing, you know, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a shame because. But I mean, let's face it, that is a really hard thing to do. Walk into a character that's been played by the same person for better, you know, for uh, for most of the last thirty-five, forty years. So, you know, I get it, but still, yeah. Yeah, the writing's not doing her any favors, but they are giving her good stuff. Right. She got, she had Laura's death. Um, I mean, she's um, had really all the great emotional stuff. I mean, she's had great material, but it didn't mean yeah. anything to the audience because it wasn't our Jennifer playing the, the scenes. And there was no, she hadn't established the connection to the audience. And I mean, again, that's a very hard it's a tall order. I'm not blaming the actress, but I'm just saying it just doesn't work. So, I don't know. It's a shame because there's been some great material, like you said. Mm. But, mm. Yeah, it's just, it's just not hitting. And, you know, I've seen some people complain about, you know, the recasts and stuff, and there's a lot of recasts on the show. And it kind of reminded me of James Riley, who, you know, wrote for Days and Passions. And, like, Passions, they recast it all the time because mm-hmm. they just kind of didn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't it, like it was, <laughs> They really did not care. And they couldn't <laughs> you know, care if the actor could act or not. They, they all had, you know, Riley's idea was basically all you have to do is sit there and say the lines. You don't have to emote. The, the fans will figure out what you're, what you're trying to do. And it's like, no. no it didn't work. <laughs> no, you have to know how to act. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like the things are progressing and there's a storyline, but at the same time, too, it just seems like the writing's off. The acting is off. Everything seems off kilter, though. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, here we. Oh, what else happened? Well, Anna, do you want to tell us um, what happened with K Man this week? Well, I really only got to see um, part of Friday, so the only part I saw was Kate was. Um, and, you know, they brought her home from the hospital because she was miserable at the hospital. So I guess she figured she could be miserable at home and more comfortable. So was that Roman's bed or her bed that she was in? I think it's Roman's. Okay. Um, and so she was um, there, you know, he was watching over her and everything. And so then um, Rex shows up. And I'm sorry, but I still can't believe, I mean, I thought it was a little bit far flung when um, Rex and Sarah were trying to figure out the formula. What was it that they were trying to do to reverse something a couple of years, like three years, two or three years ago? Um, one of Rolf's um, 
things and, and, you know, Rex went and looked at his old notes and he was able to put some of it together and stuff. I can't remember which potion or which thing they were trying to reverse. But anyway, um, I found it hard to believe anyway, at least with Kyle Lauder playing the role. I just couldn't buy it. So now the fact that he's going to swoop in and, I mean, I'm glad because it involves Kate, but I, you know, at least they did make one reference. They did make a reference to twins, like to the twins. And, yeah. like, that was at least the one one good thing Ralph did do or one thing one, the some Roman said, well, that was the only, that was the best thing he ever did or something like that. So they touched on it. They touched on it. They didn't go into detail. But I guess, you know, after all those years that, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rex was under the tutelage of, well, for whatever, he could figure out what he had done or whatever. So this time around, he's supposed to swoop in and figure out what no none of these other doctors have been able to figure out. So now he's theor- Rex is theorizing that I'd forgotten about this. Maybe I wasn't even watching it at the time, but Roman in South America had been poisoned at one point yeah. by something Orpheus had done or something. And he was probably got it from Ralph, Rolf or something. So anyway, Rex is now saying that he thinks that maybe it was the same thing that Roman had. And that he says it's definitely man-made, which I thought they already knew that. But anyway, um, so it's definitely man-made. And then he said something about, um, you know, and he he needed to be able to get access to the computers and stuff. He still had, he still has, uh, 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 what do they call it? Um, Ability to, what's the term for ability to work at a hospital? Like, like, right, not right. What's that? Clearance. Okay. Well, Clearance. there's another word for it. What's that? Uh, privileges? Privileges? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Privileges. I couldn't think of the word. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he has hospital privileges there, even though he doesn't even work or live anywhere near there. But um, So he went up to the hospital and asked if, you know, because, you know, I know it makes Jen cringe every time the hospital. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Record security goes wonky, which is every day. But it's pretty hilarious that you know Rex is there to save the day, but he just needs access to a computer. And 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 Steve, who doesn't even work there, is like I think it was Steve that said, "Well, I'm sure it'd be fine if you use Caleb's computer." Like, yeah, it's like really no problem. I'm sure your password hasn't expired in the last year or whatever. Twenty five years. Year. Yeah, whatever. You know. So yeah. So that was, I was thinking, oh, Jen's going to love that one. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, not let alone all the personal stuff that could be on that, you know. But I guess yeah. if you have privileges there, then it's you're under some sort of oath or whatever or professional yeah. code that you can't say anything. But. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so I guess that was, so, so yeah. So for what it's worth at Salem University Hospital, <laughs> Whatever that word, whatever that piece of paper is that they signed, whatever it's worth. Um, so the last thing I saw was that he was going to go into the system and look at the old records from when Roman was treated and see if he could figure out, like, what the correlation was and what the antidote was or whatever they did to save Roman. Jen, I don't know, do you, uh, you, you or Jen or Carrie, do you want to, do you guys, either of you remember, like, what happened back then? like? 
Okay. I figured you probably did. What what happened back then? It was when Josh Taylor uh, took over the role. Kristen brought him back to ruin uh, John and Marlena. Oh, brother. Okay. And he was, like, really (laughs) sick. And um, it actually sent Mike and Carrie to find the cure. They were the ones trying to find the cure. And that was when Sammy was um, pretending that uh, Austin was the father of of Will. Oh, oh, jeez. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks. I actually thought Josh and Eileen Davidson had good chemistry back then. Hmm. I thought they could have been a good couple, but they didn't pursue it. Hmm. Yeah. So. So anyway, so that's the route they're going right now. So rocket scientist Rex will be <laughs> figuring out <laughs> who couldn't find his way out of a paper bag. Otherwise, yep. apparently he's going to come in here and figure things out. Um, but um, I just hated to see my Kate, my Kate, like feeling like she was going to die. I'm like, oh. So, um, so anyway, so... Uh, but Rex came and said he was there to help and that he wanted to be there for his mom and that was sweet. He hugged her and uh let's see. Um I think that's about as far as I got. Now I will say this. Miranda shared with me that she had noticed that Roman was saying the I love you to Kate, but Kate wasn't using those words back. And so she was concerned that this portends something bad down the line for them. And I thought, well, it could just be that Kate character doesn't, you know, the character doesn't want to say that to Roman because, you know, it's already painful enough that they're going to lose each other again. She's going to die. I don't know. But now she's now, now doc has me nervous. (laughs) um, But anyway, so there's that. Um, What do you, Carrie, what's your take on that? Well, I want to say first that I love Kate's pajamas and the like a pair for myself. Yep. Yes, me They're too. Gorgeous. Oh my God, yes. I love them. Yes. Yeah, and and of all things, why are why is well, like as they call him Reron? Why is Reron redoing the Orchid storyline? Like. Was that even? What other, I don't remember. Orchid. The Roman, the orchid oh. storyline. That whole thing was just a get out of, get out of jail free card for Stefano. The Stefano one oh. was the one pushing for the cure. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is just stupid. <laughs> Kate, Marlena, and Kayla aren't going to die. I don't understand what the whole point of this is, unless. Um, Chris is going to blackmail someone because she has the orchid. You know, and Dr. Ralph's um, freaked out because he's going to get blamed for it. And the thing is, too, he just had, barely just had a toxin lying around in the file cabinet. <laughs> That's what kind of cracked me up. He really didn't have it under lock and key. <laughs> but I, I don't, 
what what's the point of this? It just seems like it's a stupid filler storyline, and it's they promoted it as it's the, it's the number one storyline for Peacock. No. I don't know. No. And then the person, you know, I say you forgot about Roman being ill, even though Roman wasn't was in the ISA. John and Steve forgot all about it. Uh, you know, Marlena forgot the story. Like, everybody forgot the storyline except for Rex, who wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I... I think this I think this whole storyline is stupid. And it's a waste of time. Yeah, and that would have been a better way to utilize Mike coming back. That's true. I don't know. I just yeah. Since Mike was involved with the original storyline, you know, yeah, it would make sense that he'd be involved and maybe he comes back later, I don't know. God, I hope so. <laughs> I just say though, I always liked Michael T. Weiss's mic better. I like them both. Yeah, we but had yeah. this discussion before. Yeah, Jen and I had this discussion. <laughs> I think about. I always liked Michael T. Weiss, but then that's the only mic I knew. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't. I never knew O'Rourke or whatever. What's his name? What's Thatcher's name? Rourke. Rourke. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I never knew that one, and so. I can't relate to that actor as the character. So yeah. so Mike Horton will always be my Mike Horton. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not dogging the other guy. I just I don't, know. you know, that's how I think of him. So, But while I was watching Rourke as Mike, I got to watch Michael T. Weiss as Pretender, so I had the best of both worlds. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's right. I forgot about We got into that discussion. Yeah. I never watched any of the episodes, but I did know that that was, you know, the the guy from, you know, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. And I, I, for some reason, I think I was just working too many long hours and stuff, so I just wasn't really, it was in the 90s, I think. And um, wasn't it? Was it in the 90s? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I just was too busy with other things and just um, didn't get to really watch it. Um, But I, I, Jen made me want to watch it. Now I want to find it. I wonder. I I was saying it would be a great thing if they, you know, for them to to stream that on NBC. On yes. <laughs> I keep looking for that. Maybe we should make that suggestion. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah, I remember. I think they were on. Pretender was on Saturday night, and the other show was The Profiler. Yep. And came oh, yeah. on right after it. Mm-hmm. Right, I think it Walker was the lead. She was like a, a psychic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she was that. Wait, who was the lead? Elton. Who was the lead on that? Oh God, Al Walker. Oh, and um, A Martinez was on the show too, and he actually oh. got killed off. And I think Julian McMahon. Yep. So, oh my. See, both of those shows would have been shows that I would have liked to watch, but I just never uh, did. Yeah, the profiler was really... Yeah, she was an FBI profiler, but she was also mm-hmm. a little Yeah, bit that's like... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. Because that's actually... That was probably based on a real woman, because I know there's a female out there that's psychic that the FBI does use as a profiler in real life oh, for, that, like, decades. That's Alison Dubois what? and 
Alison Dubois, and she's mostly known for being the psychic on the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, season one. Oh. And she told Kyle, she told Kyle Richards that her husband would never emotionally fulfill her. <laughs> it oh, was brother. The, it was the craziest episode, and she was vaping huh. before thing was cool. <laughs> she was vaping. Oh, back okay, then. I didn't know that. Oh, and that's the FBI profiler. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, <laughs> the one that, um, what's her face? Um, Arquette, I guess Rosanna, uh, betrayed. I think it was on, she was on Medium. Medium was based on Alison Dubois. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Patricia Arquette, I think. Okay. I yeah. got you. Oh, yeah, Patricia. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend. It's called the... Um, Housewives Dinner from Hell. That's what people nicknamed the Alton Dubois oh, episode of Reverend that's so Beverly Hills. And, oh and no my idea. god! If I find that, I I have to send that to you. Oh yeah. it, 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 it's nuts. That sounds like a topic for your um for your uh your podcast. Beverly Hill your yeah for your podcast. Yeah, actually, she made news recently. Allison did because she's um said. I guess a few years ago that Kyle Richards actually sent her a DM on Instagram and kind of taunted her about um, basically Kyle and Mauricio still being married. It was, it was funny. But that just came out there that I'll then put that out hmm. there. But, yeah, I haven't huh. been doing the podcast. I've, I've you know, with oh. hockey season back, being back on, I haven't been able to do the podcast, but. I might do Beverly Hills because the finale is this week. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have um, Chad goes back to Abby's grave with flowers, and Ghost Abby is there, and she's actually talking and embracing and kissing him. So, and Chad's still feeling suicidal, and she's telling him, you know, he's got a carry on, move on with his life and be there for the kids and and then the um the promo clip for this week, he's kissing Stephanie. What the hell? Damn. <laughs> that was quick. Um, well, I mean it's not bold and beautiful Ridge Forrester quick. I mean he would I mean Ridge Forrester would bang anybody like um ten minutes after his latest wife's funeral. But I mean you mean yeah, for Chad waiting? Well, I guess it's been it's been three months, almost four months. It, it just it's weird. I mean, you just had a ghostly encounter with your wife, and then you're kissing Stephanie Johnson, which I do. I think I prefer them over Stephanie and Alex. Yeah, because it's gross. I mean, Diggs is actually trying to say. It's not sexual harassment if the guy says it's not and the girl ends up giving in eventually. And that's not true. <laughs> no. And, you know, I mean, like, seriously, I mean, like, everybody on Twitter, nobody wants Stephanie to give in. Like, I, I haven't seen anybody think Stephanie and Alex are a good couple or potential good couple. And then we have Billy Flynn and Robert Scott Wilson again fighting over the same woman. After I mean, and Clyde, 
um, threw it in Chad's face saying, you know, Abigail was a slut and cheated on Ben and, you know, didn't know who the father was of her baby and and that it's her fault that Ben, ben went, went crazy. Nuts. Yeah, and became the next killer. So... It's, it's like, are we going to rehash Chad and Abby with Chad and Stephanie and Alex? I don't know. Yeah. So I've been thinking this a lot, but I keep forgetting. I, I think they need Sherry Anderson back. Yeah. Sherry, she knew how to write romance. She knew all these couples. And... There hasn't been any real romance. All we're getting is these random engagements and these red flag weddings and weddings that end up not happening. Or it's just, and then someone really does get married. It's off screen. It's just, and like the two with the most chemistry can't get married because one's gay. <laughs> Leo and Gwen. <laughs> yes, they are a, a power couple. <laughs> so, um, you know, what do you think about um, Abby and Chad, Chad saying goodbye, Jen? Uh, I, I thought Billy, Billy Flynn did a really good job there. Yeah, I, I just, I never liked Marcy Miller as Abby. I mean, I never liked the character of Abby. I don't know. I didn't like any of the Abbies. I liked, um, like, Kate Nancy, actually, I didn't like her in the beginning. I really didn't feel like she could act, but I felt like when... Uh, She grew on me. She grew on me. Like, when Matt Ashford came back, I felt Mm -hmm. like he pulled some acting out of her, and Mm -hmm. she got better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I even like the Abby and Austin carry storyline when she pretended she had sex with Austin. And, of course, Austin didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Again. (laughs) But I thought that was pretty good stuff with um, Kate. So she totally grew on me. And she had her own style, and I liked that. She, you know, she wore into slacks and, and then... Marcy Miller comes on, she's wearing Little House on the Prairie dresses, and it was just a completely different character. And she's so, <laughs> it was, yeah, she really, there was nothing Abby like about her. You know, yeah. I just, I, no, I didn't get, if she was kind of a Stepford wife, she seemed, she didn't have any chemistry with anybody, and I don't know. They just, it just didn't work for me. So I, in a way, I guess I'm kind of glad they killed off Abby, even though I'm mean, sure they'll bring Abby back eventually. But um, because yeah, let Chad go. <laughs> you know, let him let him move on with his life. Because Chad and Abby are just they're just boring. You're not kidding. <laughs> Speaking of boring, we have this stupid storyline with Gabby Lee. Stefan and Brady and Chloe. And Lee. Yes. Yes. So 
And one thing I did like, and I have to give Stefan um, credit for, he showed up at Chloe's on her birthday with mimosas. And I thought that that's just freaking brilliant. I thought that was awesome. And now I want mimosas for my birthday. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. So, um, and she kind of fell for it for a bit. And then Brady had to interrupt. But also, um, Lee visited Chloe to try to see if Stefan was, was, um, if Clay was into Stefan and she's not, and she's she's into Brady, and she told him that, but she knew what he was up to. And then EJ, oh Stefan's divorcing Gabby, and wait, wait, Chloe knew, wait, Chloe knew what Lee was up to. Yeah, yes. she did. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So I'm giving her some credit. She figured that out. Okay. So. <laughs> and then. Um, EJ had Gabby turn over her shares. And I have to say, too, really, she could have contested all that in court. I mean, I understand they're not going to do that because of the plot line. But, I mean, Gabby and Stefan aren't divorced. I don't know. It just, the whole storyline is weird. And yeah, he's going to avoid divorce. Yeah, and it also, and then Stefan... And Gabby trying to be the rooting couple. Seriously, they were married for like one month. It was like yeah. one month before he died. And she only married him for his money. And eventually liked him. But, I mean, I don't... I don't like there's some kind of, there's some kind of big super couple that um, tragically ended. I, I don't get it. I don't say that at all. And then, oh, and Chloe mentioned, too, that Stefan cheated on her with Gabby. So he, she really was interested in him. I, I, this whole thing's stupid. Yeah. Brady and Chloe are boring. Lee and Gabby are boring. Maybe try Lee and Chloe. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be worse. <laughs> Lee can't act. Uh. He's yeah. Any opinions, Anna? What do you, how do you want things to shake down with all that mess? With uh, with Chloe and uh, yeah, yeah, Chloe, Gabby, <laughs> Stefan, Brady, well, Lee. Well, um, that's presupposing I care. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I will say this. I will say this. I loved seeing. Brandon Barash back, even though he wasn't gone for very long because he was really ill. But I, he did look awfully perky for a guy who's been dead for four years. I thought he looked very good, I, I have to say. His muscles mm-hmm. aren't atrophied at all. He's looking wow. good, looking vi- looking vi- viral, viral? Is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> looking, looking studly. And I thought it was cute how he remembered, I thought it was sweet that he remembered her birthday and remembered things that she liked and everything. And she was making, I mean, valid excuses for all the people in her life that failed her because, you know, uh, she, you know, she, everybody is kind of like pulled in a lot of directions right now. But um, I thought it was kind of sweet that he did, but I don't know what to think. I mean, 
Oh, I don't know. I did like Gabby and um, Stefan the first time around. Like, I, they grew on me. You know, at first it was like, oh, they were having sex all the time, like rabbits or whatever. And then, um, but then they really started to have a connection, and I liked that. I, I did like them. That's why I was mad when they killed Stefan off, you know, originally. And that's why they ended up bringing Jake on, because everybody was upset about that. But, um, and I thought I like Jake better. I don't know. I think Brandon's doing a great job on that part. But um, I don't really know if I have a dog in the fight right now. I really, I'm really not sure. I mean, I like them, but I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I guess I haven't, haven't invested enough yet in it to, to really, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I'm kind of like, well, I didn't really feel like they, I didn't really feel like Stefan had this epic love affair with Chloe to begin with. I mean, right. in fact, when they, when they first brought it up, when they first brought it up, the only thing I could think of was, wait, they're going back to when Stefan created that little beach thing in, um, in the pub because for some reason they couldn't go or whatever. Or he was trying to cheer Chloe up. And I remember him doing like this little beach thing. That might have been when he got got shot or, or something was happening with the was it they she was afraid of the mexican cart the the uh the drug people guy. that were after them huh the drug guy yeah 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 so i but i had to remember back i mean when they first said when he said i want you to go back to chloe or whatever i'm like what so i had to think back i had to go into the wayback machine just to remember that they were even sort of kind of maybe an item at some point um i don't know did they ever did they maybe kiss once i don't i don't remember them being that what's that maybe once or twice yeah yeah so i mean and and wasn't he wasn't he wooing her but then he was sleeping with with gabby and then she found out about it or something or I, i can't remember exactly but it just didn't seem like there was this epic love going on there. So, I mean, I know that, that Kristen wanted to create that in him so that he would leave, so that, you know, uh, she would pull him away from, Chloe away from Brady. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, I don't know. So far it seems a little, we're getting, we're getting dangerously close to, um, Dina Higley's uh, plot, I mean, yeah, plot-driven stories rather than character-driven stories. Does that, does that ring a bell with anybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm start. I'm, I'm feeling like we're getting a little bit into that territory right now where it's like people are doing things because of the end game or the plot rather than because the character would actually do it. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a fair assessment or not, but that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember Chloe and Stefan even having sex. Like, it was. I don't don't think they did. I don't think they did. Uh, I mean, and and that doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't have a connection. But like, they it got cut short before they really had a real relationship. He kind of was wooing her at that point, but Mm kind of where he is now, you know. But I don't know. I don't know, you know, but with Gabby offering him sex and practically 
jumping on top of him everywhere every time he turned around. You know, he was understandably distracted. So, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> so that's why it didn't really. What's that? Yeah, and Chloe didn't have sex with Philip last year either. And it's like she's an ex yeah. girl, but she has this weird well, we'd like <laughs> in Chloe's defense, we're going to pretend like that phase never happened. Yeah, that was pathetic. Because <laughs> that was a total, because that was a total destruction of her character and I hated that even though I'm not I mean I was a I like Chloe like from the old I didn't watch when they were first on but I was a Chloe fan from like um just like from back in the day uh old clips and stuff like that but um I just felt like just based on what I knew of her history that was really kind of crappy to do to her character and so even though she was kind of in that postpartum depression, psychosis thing. I get that part, but most women don't turn to don't turn to prostitution in that yeah. situation. So it was just really it was a way to see the character off and I, I hated that. I really did. But I do remember thinking at the time that Brady, because that wasn't the Brady that played Brady at the time that she back when she was originally married to him. But like the the current Brady I remember him being her friend and being supportive of her and being there for her. And I remember thinking as she was exiting that time, however many years ago that was, I remember thinking, gosh, you know, they had some chemistry there. But I don't know, I don't feel a lot of that now. So that's what's so weird yeah. with her going back and forth and Philip and Brady. Uh, uh, yeah. But. yeah, it was weird because I think she was divorcing Daniel and she was refusing child support and spousal support. And so yeah. she decided to be prostituted for money. It's like, yeah, that's well, really bad. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you yeah. just get the spousal support? <laughs> I, it was it was such a bad storyline. But um, uh, well, thinking about bad storylines, um, Johnny has been sleeping half naked on... Allie's couch. That's even though, e- even though Nicole's bedroom is available <laughs> in that apartment, it's not a one-bedroom apartment. It's like uh, I think three, three or four bedrooms because Henry's there and Holly used to live there, but for some reason, another John Yelly has the couch to sleep in, and he's half naked, and it's just it's and Allie's not happy and flipping out but she thinks he's trying to tempt Chanel which he is and Chanel seems like it's kind of working <laughs> and I don't know there's such an odd couple seem like Chanel does have a bit of a wandering eye and she was interested in having a threesome with Alex and I don't know maybe Chanel's just not that into Allie or you know she wants a piece on the side. I I I don't know. It's just it's a little weird. It's and not so worth it. <laughs> that whole storyline. Yeah, it's 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 creepy. And I I, I really don't like them kind of leading Alex on to it. It was just it's it was it's a little, like I said it's creepy. And then um, 
then Johnny and Ava run into EJ, and EJ needs Johnny um, shares, and right, and Ava's too. He invites them back to the mansion. Oh, I don't know. Oh, and I think John. Oh, and then um, Wendy um, Lee or Wendy Shen um, comes back. I think this week too. Oh, okay. So I she, liked her. Yeah. So I don't. That should be interesting. I don't remember seeing her before. Oh, she was in the Mr. 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 She was, she was young. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Beyond Beyond Salem, that's right. Yeah. That's right. She posted a picture on Instagram that her and um, Carson Carson? uh, were were filming outdoor scenes. Yeah, on location somewhere. Yeah. That's interesting. Wouldn't it be nice if we got outdoor scenes because they're on Peacock? Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be nice if Horton Town Square really was outdoors? <laughs> like we, oh, we, yeah. Remember back in the day, we, they had that outdoor set? I'm trying to remember which... It was uh, a while ago. Like, Nicole was a waitress, and it was like, yeah, when, like, Ari's oh. girl first joined the show. I can't remember what the oh, name okay. of it was called. Oh, remember, oh. Um, Kathy was stuffed in the piano and the pinata, uh, pinata, then the, it's the whole Salem Slasher storyline. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Okay. Well, they used to film outside. Well, and they did, have some, they did have some external things when, um, let's see, Christian Alfonso was there, and I think they were, we were in warehouses or something. Like, remember that story oh, where yeah. I think they had Sierra kidnapped? But it's happened so rarely that, um, yeah. I mean, I always think back to Mazatlan. I mean, I don't. I remember things like that, you know. Then mm-hmm. back when they had the huge budgets and all that. So, well, maybe you know, kind of what I'm wondering is, I don't know if Sony is still involved with Days of Our Lives or not. But there was that, always that a, that like I don't know if it was distribution that. Seems like Ken Corday had to pay several hundred dollars. I, I don't know how many, how much, but it was a fairly big dollar amount, like to to Sony for distribution. So I'm wondering if now that's gone away, maybe they can use some of that. If if that's gone away, maybe they can use that on the budget now. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the details are on that, but you know. but yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I'm going to be for. Or this is going to be for, like, Beyond Salem 3? I wonder what they're shooting. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's interesting that the two of them are together out on an exterior shot. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Yeah. I think Allie's been, become so boring that, I don't know. I, I mean, I like her. I like her character. I like the actress, but... She had kind of an interesting story and a backstory you were trying to figure out when she first came to Salem. But and now it's kind of like she's kind of, I mean, she's not even acting like a mom. We don't even know where she, she, she went to the Sammy. She, she watched her mother, mother, mother's parenting style. And so basically you never see um, Henry anymore. 
Um, so I don't know. It's just kind of strange. I don't. I wouldn't be opposed to it if they had chemistry, but I don't really see the chemistry that those two have right now. I don't know. I I see more with with um, the uh, Raven's character. My brain's going Chanel. With Chanel and Johnny than I do with Allie and Chanel. I don't know. Because they had great friend chemistry. But I just don't, I don't know. I I kind of in a way feel like Allie's just a little bit too, I don't want to say boring again, but a little too boring for Chanel. Like I, yeah. Even though Chanel settled down a lot more than when she first came to Salem and become more responsible and everything, um, I still feel like she's got that wonderlust in her that I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's it's complicated for sure, I guess. <laughs> Especially because the way they're writing it, they're writing it that Allie is insecure because she's afraid her twin brother is going to steal her her girlfriend. <laughs> mhm. That. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess it yeah, to be so- continued. <laughs> Yeah, and um, is there anything else we missed? Anything you guys can think of? Mm-mm. I know of. Can't think of anything, but we do need to find out Kate's pajamas. We need to find that out. Yeah. Yes, get on that, Anna. Mm-hmm. All right, I will do I'll see what I can find out. <laughs> do some investigation on that. All right. Well. <laughs> Let's hope that Marianne stays out of jail in Vegas. She doesn't get in any trouble throwing her panties or her hotel key on Rod Stewart's Rod stage. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And hope she's having a good time. Yes. And mm-hmm. hope you ladies have a great rest of your weekend. You too. Thank All you. Right. You too. Take Enjoy care. Enjoy football tomorrow. Can I? Oh, yeah. She's. Good luck, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.